And we're back, motherfuckers. Episode 64. Ooh, check. 64, sure yes. If I say what I said, podcast. <gasps> Starring your girl Jazzy. And Sasha. And Rocky. He's over here. But get out the frame. <laughs> Good job. Oh, okay, so we're back. So, um... How was how was your week? How was how was we took a long kind of kind of break. Sometimes so, you just need a break. And I like how we just know mutually we just don't feel like not necessarily don't feel like recording, but we just need a No, I don't feel like recording. <laughs> Never <laughs> mind. I don't, I don't feel like recording. I was like, trying to be peaceful. No, I just shit. don't feel like recording. Like sometimes I'm just like But like we mutually be on that point where like, okay, so hop gonna um on the podcast, Twitter it was like, "We'll be back next week." I was like, "Thank God, yo!" Like Jasmine, be we just be here with the shit. Cause it's just sometimes it's like, just like what's his name? Like Kid Fury said on what's mm-hmm. it called? Like, like you know, seasonal depress, <laughs> seasonal depression. That no, shit, comes on. that shit hits me. I just don't feel like it. I just be like, uh, like I just don't feel like it. Like I don't give a fuck about these celebrities. Sometimes you know they say, you know, just certain things Majority like, especially because everything that happened at the Capitol, that shit really like, yeah, we definitely that really, that, that shit really. So we're going to get into that. So we're going to talk about that. So, so our last episode was our music episode. Um, go I got a lot of good out. feedback about that. Yeah, like the opinions and whatnot, and they liked they liked listening to a specific topic based episode. So I'm trying to think of more things for that. Just like um, episode 69 is coming, so you know she's going to take lead with that one. <laughs> you know what that number means. Am I kind of like friend to be on that one? I I definitely want a guest. I want it to be. A triage of topic. Even if we got male and female. Oh, you know what I'm thinking? That'd be nice. Tell me off. Tell me tell me tell me when we done. I'll I, remind you. What I you already know. know. It's a boy. We know him. Okay. He's funny on funny to tell on Twitter. Okay. We'll talk about it. Okay. Right. We know him. Yeah. Surprise it's just a case, but yeah, but my week has been good. Um, I'm took a little bit of a vacation. Ooh. I ain't go nowhere, but I needed that space from work for a little bit. Um Doing a little bit more creative things, if y'all can see, I look a little, I might look a little bald from the, the cheek up. It's because I ain't got no eyebrows right now. But she did that. This <laughs> y'all is a look. See that, so this is a look. Yeah, I'm taking my makeup more serious. So why don't you start doing time lapse? Take your fucking ring light back, and just bring it when we record. We only record one day a week. Take the ring light back. back. See, I would. You know what I'm saying because no, I didn't want to take it back because I didn't want to lug it, but I. It's I not do, and Tasha, I, it's easy. And I got the little small countertop ring light, but it don't it don't give enough love. So you need to just take that one and just bring it when we when we record on a day. And when you do it, you need to do like a time lapse. And I feel like you do that. You do tutorials. That'll bring it mini. A, a reel. It I gotta get into reel. the reels. I gotta get into you the need TikToks. to because you do makeup, so you should. And you do that and makeup you will. TikTok is crazy. Like you, you should. You go viral on TikTok and then your Instagram. I'm telling you, you be Google like up. you'll be surprised. Free, and I want to freelance so. And y'all, you know what? Y'all was, let me know if y'all want me to do y'all makeup because I really enjoy my beating my mm-hmm. face and beating other people's faces. It's really therapeutic for me. You doing makeup tomorrow? I want a dinner date. Okay. No dead ass. Oh, seriously. Yeah. Oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> you don't understand. So I have you, and then I have Shahani next week. Oh, this is great. I'm so happy. Yes. Oh, you know what I was thinking now? I was on my way home from Maryland driving. I was just listening to like podcasts or whatever, mm-hmm. and I don't know why I got no. Actually, no, I wasn't. I was actually singing. Kalani's song. And I I was went, yo, after we, our music episode, I went back and I really yep. reviewed that album. Mm-hmm. And I know I can't make adjustments to what I picked for albums of the year, but I really wish I would have put her in my top five because that album yep. 
it just was cohesive. It hit from start to finish. I felt it. Even when she took every song Tory she Lane sang, out, yep. can I? Mm-hmm. And that shit still hit with I, her verse. I mean, I, tr- it, I, tr- I really try. Like, to me, it doesn't hit the same to me without Tori, but it's still I know, a good song. She did her thing. She because, did. And she knew that that was going to happen. But that you know shit, what? She still took it upon herself to take him off. Bruh, but I'm, that I love, song was Tori, that shit. I love Tory Lane's year was supposed to be 2020. But then he went and shot somebody in the foot. I think both their years were supposed to be 2020. Meg did. I don't, I don't feel like, I don't know. I, don't I think feel Meg like, still had a good year. She had a somewhat good year. I feel like that fucking album. I did not like it. Yeah. I, I did know. not like I, I feel like she has I feel like she has somewhat of a good year. I do. Music for I'm me with Meg hasn't been hitting. I'm not gonna take it away. I'm not gonna take it away from I her. I do like she Captain had... Hook. I think that's my last song. Yeah, really because also because t- TikTok helped me like it though. That's it, a, TikTok helps with a mm-hmm. lot of her music. Crybaby is not bad, but then they did the Crybaby when, challenge. When, and they when, when. It. The what was the Crybaby challenge? Remember that oh, back oh, and oh, forth yeah. thing? <laughs> yeah, so. But I was singing Kalani's song, and I just like sounded fucking awful. Like. Sure. Awful, like awful. I was just disgusted with myself, and I just really... couldn't get Kalani to sing the national anthem. You know what? We'll get into it. We'll get into Why? it. Why? We'll get into it. Nope. So, what's your song? What do I'm just thinking. Wait, no, song, I know. I was singing. No, it has nothing to do with that. I was just singing so awful. This bad. It, it goes on. It ties into like you doing makeup, and I was just thinking like I have no talent. Like I don't know. Shut your ass the fuck up. No, because I'm like. I can't dance. <laughs> I can't do makeup. Work. I can't do. I'm just. A, it was just so funny. I'm like, damn. You can twerk. I, you have these, the gift of gab, and you are good at what you do in your nine to five. Hmm. That is a talent, yeah. and you enjoy what you do in your nine to five. Hmm. And a lot of people cannot do that shit. Hmm. I really wish I could do lace fronts though. I really do. Just watch videos. You hmm. never know. You never know. Okay. Then again, a lot. I think with creativity, you have to have a certain amount of patience. Mm-hmm. You have to have a certain amount of patience. Right. I'm just, I'm just sliding into this shit, bro. I don't know. I don't know what it's going. I really want to like. I'm trying to draw the essence and like the, uh, the vibe of like a living room, room interior decorator. I want to really get How into. How you gonna say you don't have no talent? You're good at interior design. I want. You're good at hosting events. I want. You know, to a certain extent. I give up. This, this apartment be trying to knock me out. Yeah, that's another event. But yeah, <laughs> actually, I am thinking about having. I have been thinking about it. Um, because of my like, put it in my ear again about I really want to host my first event. I really want to host the um, like a small sip and paint. I think I really that want shit to would be fire. I want to. I seen a I thing. I want to order. I just want to start with like something small and just like have my friends come or whatever. And I'll just say maybe like just give like five dollars so I can do like the food. Yes, or whatever, and I think and a lot like of people that do, that. I do because I we're limited it. on things that we can mm-hmm. do right now because we're technically still on lockdown. Mm-hmm. So something that's intimate, something that's small, something about around like-minded yeah. people that's getting your creative juices mm-hmm. flowing is different from what we usually do. Yeah, because I just always want to do different things. Like I want to do yeah. like a, I said like a sipping pain. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? I want to do like a. Um, I still really want to do like a small brunch where we still all like talk about things that that we're diving into and that we can like you know just like, like yeah a goal oriented like thing. Not like kind of like a vision board, but vocally. Yeah, you know what I'm saying that we talk about or whatever. Oh, like a manifestation brunch. Yeah. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't take our idea. Yeah. I, I will clock if I see that on anybody's flyer or event bright, 
I will sue you mm-hmm. because you heard it here first. Don't play with me. So, you know, something like that. And maybe like people, you know, because I do feel like during like this time, like it's really, it's really hard. And, you mm-hmm. know, a lot of people, you yeah. know, have become, you know, very discouraged. Because a lot of things do cost money. It's true. A lot of people's dreams do stop because it costs money and things like that. Yeah. So I do want to, um, I do want to, I do want to do stuff like that. Just like small things to host or whatever, you know, just different, you know, just different things or whatever, you know, just trying to get out there or whatever. Well, you know, I'm buying a ticket first. Get shit, get shit done. So I think I, first thing I do want to do is maybe like a, um, a, um, a sipping paint, you know, you bring your liquor and I'm provide food and, you know, and things like that. So something fun, something small. And I like when we talk things into existence right here on camera because mm-hmm. then it gives a little bit of fire under our ass to actually get it done. Mm-hmm. So you know what? I'm gonna hold you. I'm gonna hold you to that. You know I'm gonna do it. You know I'm gonna help. Mm-hmm. You know I'm gonna be right here. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> we should do that. We gonna we should do that brunch thing. That should be I said what I said thing we for the ladies. Yes. Okay. So let's Coming get into um, the song mood of the week. Mm. What is yours? I don't have one. I don't have one either. I feel like I have not been listening to music. Actually. Pause. Let's do this. I'm gonna try to think of the let's a song of the week since tomorrow is January 21st. Let's tell our favorite Keisha Cole and Ashanti song. Oh, I cannot wait for tomorrow. So my favorite all year. Yes, my favorite Ashanti song would be "Foolish," and that's because Mm. that was her first single, Mm. and Ashanti was so. Relatable to me, swinging, swinging, and she was so relatable to me, physical feature wise. Because, and I was in middle school, I always got teased for my sideburns, and they started saying like, "I got the Ashanti sideburns." But now, everybody loves the fucking sideburns. Sideburns when you got hair, nigga. And then I had like the hairy arms or whatever. So like, Ashanti was the first to me, like black girl on TV, side hairy side man Mm. sideburns. Man, hair, the sideburns, things like that, or whatever. That. But I did go before because I was insecure. I did too. My, yeah. my hair grows all the way down here. Yeah. My, my kitchen's growing all the way down here. I love my hair fucking is, sideburns. But hair is okay. a protective barrier. Yeah. Even if you do trim it, you shouldn't shave it all the way yeah. off because it protects your skin from mm-hmm. blemishes and all those type of things. Because, hello, we get older. We got to think about skincare. Mm-hmm. So that's number one. My favorite Ashanti song would have to be Rain On Me. Rain yeah. On Me is... We talked about that. That video, that song, that album, it just, it just, it just goes. It absolutely flows together. Rain on me is my favorite Ashanti song. She had Lorenz Tate as her leading male in the video, and I can't get that image out of my head. And granted, the song is about domestic violence, so it comes from a dark place. But just, it was beautiful. She didn't right. even have the. She didn't even have the vocal range for a song like that. But you know what? They made that shit work for mm-hmm. her. And Rain On Me is my favorite Ashanti song. It's I like it. Favorite. I love the video. Um, my favorite Keisha Cole song would be... Um, what is my favorite Keisha Cole? Oh, I know. Um, I know. I'm about, I'm about to get this. The I right think um, my favorite Keisha Cole song, I would say it would have to be... I should have cheated. I please, I please. I think that I think actually. Let me let me Google because honestly, I can't pick because I love Keisha Cole. I don't give. I love Keisha Cole. She's a Libra. Me and her are one and the same. When she does certain actions, I'm like, yeah, that's me. That's a Libra. Like it's just she's a true Libra, and I fucking love it. She's fucking insane. Ah, but she's is hard because. If we're gonna be honest, we're 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 bracing our song mood off of Ashanti and Keisha Cole because their verses has been postponed, was postponed to January 9th. Then it got postponed again because of COVID. So it's going to become this tomorrow, January 21st. 
So that's why the basis of our song mood is on that. But Keisha Cole, like I first of all, that, I'm looking that right that here. Album nigga. is sick, it, nigga. Like Keisha first of Cole, all, Keisha Cole's a crowd favorite. I remember. Oh my god, I'm looking at it right now. Her first Love, album. I sh- should have let you go. I remember. Should have cheated. Heaven sent. Lo- enough. Um. Enough. No love. That was my shit too. That was her happy album. But that was my shit. Like trust and believe. Yes, that was my shit. Trust him. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Keisha Cole. And I'm like, play your cards right. That's my bitch. I love Keisha Cole. I love her. I love Keisha Cole. I gotta Even when she was crawling on the piano for Birdman. I love Keisha Cole. I'm not doing that. I can't pick a Keisha Cole cologne because I love them all. But I'm going to say, I'm going to pick I Remember. I'm going to pick I Remember. I'm looking up the lyrics right now because I know I can sing this song what is from it? top to bottom. It's Keisha Cole. I was wondering if we could be real good, good friends. Yes, so yes, yes, yes. yes. No, you know that's why you do me the way you do me. If you be true to me, you'll see. And they call best friend. I'm on your knee. That's my shit. Like it's st- Keisha Cole's debut album is a playthrough. It's called Best Friend. Is it? No, it can't be Best Friend. You can play your favorite casino games anywhere in New Jersey. Let me see. No, it's We Could Be. We Could Be, okay. Yes, We Could Be. We Could Be, okay, okay. Okay, cut it off. And it's not an album cut. I mean, it's an album cut, but it's not like a single. Yeah, it's not a single. That's my favorite. But Keisha Cole's debut album, I Can Play To This Day, and not skip not one song. She had Alicia Keys and Kanye on that joint. And both of them get on my motherfucking nerves now. But back then, that's a du- that's a dynamic duo. So yes, I do have Keisha Cole. Oh, this is good ass wine. This is some nice ass wine. It's called so good, good fucking, fucking wine. wine. It's right. good. They don't they don't sponsor them. It's okay. They might. You never know. Regardless of the fact, Keisha Cole is gonna win. Ashanti is a great contender. So when verses even started. This sure. was a matchup that I it's always It's a great contender because they was around the same time. Yeah, and they got similar tracks. They got similar hits. But, like, Ashanti is going to... I think Ashanti walks away with at least two, three rounds. <laughs> Keisha Cole no, is going to no, win. No, 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 Ashanti, no. No, 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 Ashanti, What does Keisha Cole have? Right, yeah, round. Round. It goes by but rounds. Ashanti has songs. If she played, already know for... I'm, bro. Ashanti's a songwriter, too. Uh, she, but that's, that's what we... I heard she writes for J-Lo on the Reed podcast. They were saying they were asking. Because I'm trying to remember, like... Are they can they play? I feel like I don't feel like they should be able to play songs that they wrote for people, but they did. I don't feel like it. that. But then again, you know, verses started from producers, and then they start with artists. I feel like I feel like they should only, I feel like it should only be songs that they sing. I think if you are a artist, I don't want to hear a JLo song, I don't want to hear it. I don't, unless it's J, unless it's a JLo versus. I personally, yeah, I don't want to hear a JLo song. I think if you are a singer yourself, then you shouldn't cop out. And if you wrote yeah. a song for Beyonce, play that Beyonce song. No. A lot of the, a lot of the rappers and singers have been pretty good with that because they know that's a cop out. Yeah, you know if you wrote a Drake verse or some shit like that, you know it's gonna right. be inevitable. But what about the rappers that got features? Rick well, Ross won his battle because of most. Well, yeah, Drake I songs. think okay. I feel like Ashanti because uh, Keisha Cole's gonna play what's it called featuring Kanye West. She's gonna Ashanti, play that shit with Diddy, Ashanti, and that song yeah, was fucking last amazing. Night, last night and he was played her by not shouting her out like. Fucking you know right. how I feel about Diddy, but anyway. Keisha Cole's um, vocal range on last night was crazy. Ashanti with Ja Rule. That's not her song. All, both the songs with Ja Rule. She has a Mesmerized. Remember, and then with Fat Joe. 
And she got songs with Fabulous too. So Ashanti is a feature queen. Let's not get it twisted. She can't come in with some hits. What song she got with Fabulous? What song does she have with Fabulous? The one, the version that switched with Tamia. Yeah, but I like Tamia. Let's, let's keep Tamia on Don't play that. Don't play that. Don't play that. You played both at the, um. I hope you play Happy. I'm so. I'm, I like that song. Oh, my, it's going to be tough for me. Because mm. I love both girls. I love both girls. I really do hope but Keisha Cole, Cole has, we could be. Keisha Cole has more. Song, but she doesn't have to. Keisha Cole has Keisha Cole's more. Keisha Cole is a crowd favorite. Yeah. She's projected to win. So we'll see. We'll come yeah. back with an update on that. Um, all right, let's get into nice. Sasha actually did all of the celebrity hot topics. I'm very surprised. I was I was on my I'm phone. I'm very surprised. See, don't let me have a de- let don't let me have a week off. I'll really be on my phone. <laughs> I was really actually I've been on like Twitter like all week. Like mm-hmm. I, and that's I, what I, I, I fell into on. like I fell into like the housewives the housewives oh, I saw <laughs> so like we I just me I found like a whole bunch of people that's so motherfucking cool. I People, when you meet people on the internet like Twitter, and they so motherfucking cool. Because the same that's what social media was like, supposed that shit to be intended so funny. for. They be, and it's like, social if they be cracking me up. Like, I met so many fucking people recently I see that it, share, yeah. like, the same interests, and we just be fucking rolling. And I just, I just no. get so into it because some things that people do, like, it's just, it's just crazy. It blows my mind. That yeah, this housewife shit is different. That people that are it's fucking different. humans do this shit, and it's just... I have be telling people like this whole fans and the stands like it has changed over the years. I feel like as a stand, you I'm gonna stand you, but I'm gonna still fucking hold you accountable to bullshit that you do. But I think that's what even with music, you should. I don't care like. But nowadays, I'm gonna hold you accountable if some shit is whack. Cardi B, Nicki Minaj. I love Cardi B to hold you accountable. I love Cardi B to down. I love her to my core. I'm a holder because the core. I'm not human if I don't hold you accountable. That's corny. Because you're not perfect. I'm not perfect. So why should I sit here and let you sit there and do bullshit? But it's just been like I just been in that world. It just it's just it's just been so funny. I see you find your people. It's just been so funny. And I people with common sense. I can get along with. It's just like it's just because housewives got the girls fucked up. It's not. But the thing is, my house. I'm looking one week because yeah. Housewives comes on um comes on on Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. So from Sunday to yesterday, I saw mad housewife tweets, and I'm like, yep. "Did I click on something?" I'm like, "No." I'm like, "Oh, niggas is mad. Y'all feel real about this?" And I understand because some bullshit going on. It's some bullshit going on that's trickling into real life. Girl. Reality TV because it is because also because they cut in real. They I, I see names cutting cut scenes. real scenes. Real they real. Oh, I know. Atlanta. I, I knew. I, I did my the research. producers are like it's just making it shitty. Like they're cutting out shit that needs to Housewives be fucking is Bravo. shown. Yes, Bravo. Well, Bravo is so fucking. They're, they're users. Racist. They're, they're users. users. They're users. They're just. I still don't support Nene and her walk against Bravo. Oh my god! I heard that on a read, and I was listening. It was so funny. I don't support. I said Nene, I'm you better walk her. for something that give. I give a fuck about. I'm with she her. Yeah. And when it was when it was writing them six yeah. checks. I'm with her, I'm, yeah, I'm with her with it being. I'm with her if she was doing it from the beginning of Bravo allowing because racist things, but you're only doing it because it affected now. you. They've been racist. They've been racist. They allow fucking Vanderpump rules to go on for so fucking long, and they're fucking racist. Lisa Vanderpump from yeah, Vanderpump Bra- was racist. Beverly I've Hills. heard about that shit. From like they have like, allowed it for so like why now, Nene? But whatever. Nini whatever you know whatever nini's forever to me is always going to be an icon for housewives girl bye like get another she is the bye. reason why that show pops but she, nini is very opportunity tune this yeah thick. y'all know what the fuck i'm trying mm-hmm. to say don't even come for me you know what i'm trying to say yes but anyway that was a quick rant i'm mm-hmm. actually kind of actually on that i was actually kind of thinking like starting like because with this whole house of potomac sparked a lot of ignorant shit 
from a lot of ignorant people. Mm-hmm. And it's been like a lot of ignorant like YouTubers and it's probably like a hand, a scoop, a handful of unbiased, positive like YouTube reviewers, you know, like about it or whatever. I was kind of like thinking like, cause Leah Sparkling when she said like my my comments on stuff or whatever, yeah, it's funny. funny as hell. So I was kind of thinking like you know actually like starting to review reality TV like on YouTube, doing something like that. Baby girl, because you know just something space for everything. Mm-hmm. And the way that I saw me personally, I didn't even know that I followed so much people that watched Housewives to that extent. Like I, when I tell you for from Sunday night. All like no, even Sunday evening around six p.m. all the way till Tuesday last night, like around eleven. All housewife tweets, all housewives. Every other tweet, every other two two tweets, three tweets was housewife tweets. So it is a space where people are really gonna want that opinion, Mm -hmm. especially it's like, damn, I felt this way about this shit, and it it brings brings community together. I just gotta like, I just gotta do shit. I just gotta just fucking fucking do do it. it. I just gotta fucking do it. Saying it out loud gives you a little bit more pressure under your ass. That's why I feel like that brand is gonna be good because I feel like everybody can big up everybody confident. Yeah. Because I have not seen a actually I have not seen a brunch that I believe that is positive to me. There have been some, but then you gotta pay a lot of money to go to And I don't want that. I feel like I shouldn't pay like a hundred dollars. I shouldn't have to feel like I shouldn't have to pay a hundred dollars to get a positive word from my fellow black queen. Without the collection plate. Anyway, all right. So let's get into go ahead, Sash. Let's get into it. I see you play. I see you play yet. And this might be a little dated, but what we are going to do is thank Mr. Ralph Warknock, the first African-American elected to the Senate in the state of Georgia. Let me tell y'all something right now, right here. This man, I believe he comes from a um, religious background. He was a pastor. Um, He's now the first African-American that was voted into Senate by the state of Georgia. Shout out to Georgia. Shout out. um, What's her name? Shit. Who? That went around in um in Georgia. My baby. Yeah. Oh, what what oh, is it? Oh, Stacey Abrams. Yes, 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 Stacey yes, yes, yes. Abrams is a motherfucking gem. When I tell you that she has been so quiet, but so diligent and so persistent with her efforts to make sure that the people in her community, so like Atlanta, the um outskirts of um certain parts of Georgia, the 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 metropolitan black urban areas of Georgia, because everybody, yes, Georgia historically is a republic. It is a, is it red for us or blue? What Georgia? Yeah. They what blue. They blue, but what's, what's Republican? Red. I, Republican is red. I, I, listen, I don't be knowing. Uh, so Republicans <laughs> are necessarily, it's always been a red state. And they in history, they flipped. They're the reason, Georgia and another state, but Georgia mostly is the reason why we do not have tomato paste in the um, office anymore. They came out and then they didn't stop there. Nope. They sat there and they took that initiative and they put the first African-American male inside of the Senate for that something. state. Today. A Democrat. Today. So shout outs to Georgia. And I believe that Atlanta has herd immunity against the coronavirus because we needed them on this political cause. I get my Can look. I get a motherfucking amen? Hallelujah. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, the um, old Christian popped out of me. Lord have mercy. Celeb, that's some, that's um, some dope shit. Celeb bullshit of the week. Ooh, who is that? Mm-mm. Who is Lomi's? Lori Harvey and Michael uh, Lomi. Lomi. So, and, I, and I, you know what's so funny? I gave them this nickname. And the shade room was like, what should be Michael B. Jordan and Lori Harvey? Oh, wait. We talking and y'all don't know. 
If y'all don't know, you're living under a rock, but um, Miss Lori Harvey. And I heard some things about that, so we'll get into that right after you say something. some shit. Miss Lori Harvey and Mr. Michael B. Jordan, a.k.a. Um, the second king of Wakanda, has come in and they have announced their uh, item. union. They are together. There has they been, were seen before. I've seen. Yes. So, like, before Christmas, they were coming off of the PJ and PJs. So they were coming off the private jet in pajamas. That's some rich people shit. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it's so sexy. I love it. Ooh, luxury. Black luxury at Purr. that? I love it. Purr. There's been quite a few different opinions around their relationship, which I don't know why, because if y'all fucking, y'all fucking, it is what it is. But, you know, even with this podcast, I said what I said. It's all opinion-based, so I get that people going to say what they want to say. Um, They look fucking good. That is a good-looking couple. They had an OnlyFans. I would subscribe. I want to see them fuck. Just like I want to see Tiana Taylor and Iman Shumper fuck. But we'll save that for another episode. I want to see them fuck. Episode 69. Episode 69. What you do with celebrity couples you want to see fuck? Oh my God. Okay, so come on, Sasha. Get out your damn fantasy. I'm hot. I'm hot. So anyway, Michael B. Jordan and Lori Harvey... Get into the bullshit of it because there's always some bullshit surrounding okay, so basically, nonsense. So we all know for a while Michael B. Jordan has been seen to not be interested in us melanin women, black women. Um, beautiful black queen, the Lupita. goddess of the world. He loved Lupita. The women that run everything, the women that hold this world together, women that hold our kids and our men together. The backbone when we should be. The backbone, the rib, the left, the right, the front, the back. He didn't like us. We don't know that. I'm just saying. I don't know either. I'm just being theatric. We don't know that. Dun, dun, dun. It's just that. And I feel like the girl he was with before, I seen her. She wasn't white. I feel like Shorty was mixed. She was either. Well, you know, we did get like a little inside track. She was either, she was either black and us. white or she was something. But she wasn't fully she white. She was biracial. She, she was biracial. She wasn't. So, she might not have what, even been yeah. black to a certain extent. That's, that's what like, they said. Like so, a little bit of Caucasian. <laughs> they saying now that. Lori Harvey and Michael B. Jordan are together because of a movie role that Michael B. Jordan has. And he needs to, he like I guess, to be seen that he dates black women. And it's been certain blog pages. One, I actually realized that they were lying. Like, first of all. Blatantly lying? Blatantly lying. The blog. Because they tried to do it was, it was one mm-hmm. picture where, you know how the hotel room where you have the, the comforter and it covers the, from the top to the bottom, like you don't see. Mm-hmm. No, so one picture they took, it didn't have um, a cover, the com- comforter over it. Of course it didn't. The second picture, or it's another picture, had the comforter over, so you couldn't tell. And then they cropped it out with the lights, where you can see where they cropped up the lights, or they blurred it out where the light patterns weren't matching to make it seem like they photoshopped or something like that. Cause they do. But they're, I'm like, but I'm like, no, I'm saying like, no, I'm saying like, like they photoshopped like Michael B. Jordan in the picture. And I'm like, Leave y'all are wrong. I said, y'all didn't realize that the comforter was off. I'm pretty sure they fucked for five seconds and then took the covers off and he probably nutted or she probably got her pussy juices on the comforter so they took it off. Wait, I didn't know you were going there. Because you gotta people have too much fucking time on their hands. Even if they are, even if they are doing for this movie role, it is none of our motherfucking business. If they want to have professional shade room exclusive photos, let them motherfucking do it because they can. 
okay? Y'all be saying shit about these goddamn white couples out here that be doing this shit for the goddamn camera. But y'all want to put out Michael B. Jordan and Lori Harvey for I doing mean, it. I mean, Ariana Grande is engaged every 20 times. Every y'all, 20 y'all, months. Ooh, y'all clap her up for that's it. That's fine. Even though I love cis vocals, First, and that's fine, but don't do it to us. What I'm going to get into is our people shaming our people. This is what I'm going to do on that aspect. First of all, I have heard nothing but support and love from black men when it comes to this situation. And this is the first time that I ever heard this. I have seen some of the ignorant ignorant people that have been out and said, oh, Lori always got a new nigga. Who cares? got a new Who cares? boyfriend. Who cares? Lori y'all Harvey is doing what y'all should have done in your 20s and 30s. 40s, 50s. Who cares? Whatever, whatever your timeline is. Who cares? She is dating. You can be in hospice of all I care and date whoever the fuck you want. She is dating. Live your life. And if it comes down to it that it's it's a necessarily a a public relations relationship, it's a PR stunt. Who? Why do y'all care? They look good. It's nice for optics. It's sexy. Two good looking fucking. I have people. a podcast episode name in the picture already. <laughs> Two Let's fucking go. sexy ass people going out, being sexy, doing sexy shit, doing rich black luxury shit. Like why the fuck is anybody mad? If Michael B. Jordan didn't like sisters. And I know that has been a thing that's been in the past, but who the fuck cares? He's with a girl. He's with a black girl now. He chose a black girl to do a PR stunt with now. So why are we upset? Because if he would have a white girl, y'all been complaining. Oh, he's with a white girl. He don't like pick it. Y'all don't fucking know what the fuck y'all want to do, and I'll be tired. I don't care about nobody dating I don't. outside of their I race. Don't. As long as you don't, don't shit on the race that you're dating outside. Exactly. Of. As, as long as it's not no weird uh, obsessive fetish shit. I don't care. Love is love. Period. But y'all don't do that because if it was a, y'all don't know what y'all want. You know y'all, this meme is eight years old, like yesterday. Yes. <laughs> like let people be happy. Michael B. Jordan over here grabbing Lori Harvey, Harvey titty, and there's a whole there's twenty think pieces on Twitter about how that nigga ain't the type to grab a titty. Any bitch will bring the nasty out of a nigga if that's his chick. Like they're having fun. Who knows if they're gonna be together? In six months. But that's the point. It doesn't matter because it's their life and it's the way they want to live it. Let them fucking be happy. Like, what's the problem? I don't understand why there's think pieces on Michael B. Jordan and Lori, and, and Lori Harvey. I don't get it. I don't understand how y'all sitting here telling this girl that she moves too fast. When y'all wish y'all would have had the phases that she had. Wish y'all would have dated the way she she um dated. And wish y'all would have the momentum to do what she wants to do. And furthermore, if he was doing a PR stunt... There are way more famous chicks out here for him to do a PR stunt with than Lori Harvey. Hmm. They liked each other. It's two sexy ass people living luxurious as fuck in this quarantine. They're on yachts and fucking private jets. That shit is beautiful. And they That's talk about that. Oh, oh yeah, they that pictures, shit is They pictures too. They pictures too professional. What celebrity? They're celebrities. And then, and then who the fuck? Honestly, who the fuck wouldn't want to sit there and get in like in. Even if it is for a movie or whatever, like, who the fuck wouldn't want to give their shit to the shave room? Shit, shave room got how many motherfucking followers? They are celebrities. Monica has a photographer go everywhere to the gas station. Where they are celebrities. You don't expect that? Come on, anyway. y'all. Act like y'all living in 2021 and um, know what the fuck these celebrities do. I like Lo Mai. I think that I'm going to put that in as Lo my... Sub- That's not like Milo. Yeah, but I don't like Milo. I'm gonna put that in as my submission for the nickname, and I don't care if they give me three months, if they give me six months. I want y'all to know, and I'm gonna say this here now, again, Marjorie is the reason for this because she's the goat, and that's all. I'm not going into it. I'm not going into it. We praise Marjorie. Marjorie Harvey. Wow, <laughs> sis. Ah, uh, 
Now let's get into white people, white, whiting, white people. I'm trying to think of a word, but it slipped out. But anyway, white people, whiting. No, white people cat- being fucking ghetto. Ghetto. Tamar and Tamar said it. Tamar had me cracking up. Tamar said, America now that is fucking ghetto. ghetto. It is. And I seen Y'all somebody wanna... else in another country say, America's ghetto. You're and right. It is. Hmm. Y'all niggas was hopping fucking gates. Like y'all was running from the motherfucking Pope. You know when the last time I hopped the gate? In 10th grade. Because I had to disperse from wherever I was because I was smoking weed and I didn't want to get locked up for smoking Bitch, weed on the street. you stupid. Like, nigga, that shit that we saw the other day on January 6th, on the 6th of January of 2021, in front of Washington, D.C., on the Capitol motherfucking building, that shit was ghetto. But let me tell you something. The best t- the best comment that I saw in regards to that is, let these white people show the fuck out. They love to sit here and talk shit about white pe- um, black people. Let them show you their know true what? colors. Because that... Is what's really getting. But you can also see how time repeats itself. From the beginning, when they came over here and they took the land from the fucking Indians, they came over here fucking rah, 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 ghetto criminals, everything. They thugs. kept doing it before. It repeats itself, it repeats itself, it repeats itself. Ghetto Look criminal at it again. thugs, right? That's all the labels that you want to sit here and you put want to put on black men. When they when they stand up for themselves and you want to mistake it for being and you aggressive. know what I said to my black mom? women when they mm. know their rights and you want to tell them that they need to shut up and they need to be quiet. Even and stay white in women, even place. white, even their own women, even they even took rights from their own women. No, women in this country. I mean, period. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nasty. I'm just saying. Even they and I and I said that to my father. And that's like, so weird. Like, like, there's two things that me and my daddy talk about. There's two things that me and my daddy can talk about. Politics and motherfucking sports. Politics and motherfucking sports. And that's sports. good, though, that you can talk to your dad about that. That's good. <laughs> Some long-ass controversial that's topics. That's good. Politics and motherfucking sports. Your dad has a very religion. politics of his voice is yeah. very... Every fucking yeah. day somebody calling him because he's a Caribbean CNN, but we ain't going to get into that. But when it comes down to it, y'all want to sit here. There's nothing worse than a white person that feels like their privilege is at is threatened. There is nothing worse than a bl- than a white woman or a white man, white man specifically, that feels like their privilege and their obligation to think they're better than people is fucking threatened in this country. That is the most dangerous person walking this motherfucking earth. I will say it here. I'll say it till the day I'm motherfucking blue in the face. That is the most dangerous thing. What we saw in that Capitol and what we're talking about is the Capitol riots. The, the act of domestic terrorism that happened on January 6th on our nation's fucking capital. That's what we're talking mm-hmm. about. We're talking about thousands of Trump supporters, thousands of proud boys, thousands of racist individuals sitting there and being mad because it came out that they lost a democratic and a legal election. They were mad because as white people, they are used to getting what they want. And they did not got they did not get what they want with this election. Let me tell you something. And and black people were the reason, and Joe Biden says it, we are the reason why that man is in that office today, January 20th, inauguration day. He said it. He he is the president because of us. So they took it upon themselves to be mad and say that we stole that election from them. But let's not get it twisted. Y'all are mad. Because your privilege didn't reign supreme this time. And y'all didn't get the answer that y'all want. Because y'all are so used to getting whatever you want. The saddest thing is that a white man with no motherfucking teeth from middle America. With, that makes 
$23,000. No teeth. None of them Trump supporters had teeth. Oh, yeah. Them niggas ain't had no... Well, not because, even a veneer. But for, but not even a small to veneer. To go on that, I you know how you talk to your dad about politics. Me and my grandfather talk about that. Hell yeah, That's one thing yeah. that me and my granddad that we do all the time. And me and my... I told everybody, me and my granddad are granddad and Riley from... Boondocks. Boondocks. That's how me and my granddad are. That's it. <laughs> that if, shit is, if you want to see classic. how my granddad acts, it's, it's literally, that's how we are. But I said the same thing. It's just like, they don't even, they're just so ignorant and so ghetto. Ghetto. They don't even know that Trump don't give a fuck about y'all broke asses. The reason why y'all don't have teeth is because them. That Trump, that 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 healthcare that he, he try to yes. switch around. He does not care. He does, they feel the real, y'all redneck yeah. hill billy beer yeah. drinking. Cat, no, they don't. Yeah. He don't care about y'all. He y'all care. Wanna, he care about the whites in his fucking bracket. He 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 cares about the fucking um. And the he, funny thing he is, cares about he the Jeffrey Epstein's. He cares about all of those up there. But he, the bracket he about that y'all. he was born into. You think Trump can relate to Middle America? The ones that you think that you think that you're impoverished. You've been impoverished for years, and Trump is going to be your savior when he doesn't even know what it is. To sit there and step on a dirt road, you have more common than a nigga in the hood. To eat biscuits with gravy, white people in trailer parks have more common, more have more in common than niggas in the hood. But you sit yet still, you want to sit there and think that you are better than somebody, that you are obligated to be old more than somebody because your skin is pale and pasty. Fuck out of here. And I'm just like when they sat there and said the comment that day was like. Black people mind y'all business. That was the best thing I ever saw that day. This ain't us. They Let them show their ass because about, they've been showing was, us who they are. I was talking to we my knew. mom. I we just needed everybody else to see to it. To see it. And we knew. I was talking to my mom and I heard her like on FaceTime dying for a long time because I said, listen. I said, black people, this we are one thing. This ain't our fight. But one thing we are not. We what we not gonna do is sit here and go up into the capital. Mm-hmm, 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 well, we might sit here and we might get a Chanel bag or a Louis bag and do what we gotta do to the racist designers don't give a fuck about us. But with the one thing we really not gonna do is go up into the motherfucking capital. That's not our fight. That's not our fight. That's we don't do that. We might take a bag or two. When I said that, my mother fell out. It's like we might do that. We might riot. Like, we might riot. Right we might for our wardrobe. <laughs> we might do that. All that bullshit. But we're not gonna do is go take it to the next they had level. They, level. Okay. They had, they had pictures of men with zip ties. Pictures with men with mace. Six people died. A man committed suicide because of the PTSD remnants of being squished and beaten. The police by officer, Catherine right? Peace. Yeah, a police officer. Mm-hmm. A national. A national. Um. A National Guard police? I'm not sure what they call them. And listen, I ain't never been out here and said I know what I know. I, I be saying the right um, rhetoric and the right verbiage. So y'all can correct me if you want. I have no problem with that. But <laughs> whatever the National Police is over there at the Capitol, um, the man sat there and committed suicide because he was beat so bad. And because it's PTSD, he couldn't take it. And who knows if he was dealing with mental health issues before that. Six people died. Because of those capital rights. A woman was shot in the chest. She died for Trump. And I don't care what anybody has no, to say on no, that. Who cares? I do not wish death on anybody. But, but it doesn't yet hurt I my feelings. I cannot muster enough empathy or remorse. Because you went there with ill intentions. You went there with racist rhetoric. You went there in the causes. Because you thought your skin if, color. If, if, if Miss Miss Pulaski. I'm saying it right. Pulaski was I'm there. I'm sorry for They would have hurt her. They would have hurt her. They, if Nancy and they would have hurt her. 
Yeah. And I'm glad, I'm, I'm there, glad everybody got out of the Capitol. Pelosi, Pelosi yes. Mitch um, McConnell, even though he didn't give us our 2000, uh. fuck you, my dude. But And then um, Chuck Schumer, they literally get death threats hundreds of times a day. So when it comes down to it, y'all went there with the rhetoric of being violent. Y'all went there with the aggression that you sit there and you paint black men and black women with all the time. Why? You sit there and y'all went in there with the same energy that police come towards us when we're not even armed. They didn't even have the and national. And we're holding our arms up like this. They didn't have a national guard for that, but we had it and we had a peaceful protest. We're, we hold our hands up like this hands in front of the up, police. Shoot. No guns. Hands and y'all still, shoot. still shoot us. Y'all still shoot us. They how did they, how did how did people get inside of the Capitol armed with guns? They let them in. And the fact I seen this fucking post where it was a police officer that gave a statement about what happened, and he said that he got trampled with. And it was a white police officer. He said he was got trampled. Yeah, he was on the ground, and then the terrorists, um, terrorists. the white supremacists, the uh, racist, ignorant, stupid motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Was literally saying like was like beating him up, like kicking him and saying, "Oh, take his gun!" Like like beating him down or whatever, taking his gun, take his gun. And my thing about We're storming it, but, the capital. But somebody had was retreating and said, "This is beyond me because Tamir Rice was minding his business, playing with a a fake toy gun uh, uh, at the park." But these white men are telling you, are saying, "Take his gun, take his gun," and you do nothing. You literally let you them got beat you down. Year old White Mind boys and girls walking through Walmart and y'all still let with that guns on free. their holsters on their hips because their daddy took them hunting for fucking deer in the middle of America. We are not the same people. When I, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to say it again. Black people do not have the disposition where we are naturally violent. We are violent and we sit there and we have our survival modes. Don't hit me. I, I, anybody who hits me with the black on black crime, you're going to get your feelings hurt. Yeah. Because when it comes down to it, it's why don't we white go crime, against each Mexican, other because Mexican, it's what it's, been crime, it's everything. We go against each other because it's survival mode. White people have that rhetoric and that spirit inside of them already. And I know I come on here sometimes. Like I, we had another um, episode during quarantine where I sounded really racist. I did look back on that shit. I don't have a problem See. with white people. I don't respect white people. And, and you, leave it at that. And you saying, <laughs> and I'm gonna leave it at that. And you making a comment. It's this white boy on my Facebook. I'm friends with him, and he has said like he doesn't. Everything that was going on with the Capitol, he's white. He was like, this is why you know I don't like to you know associate myself with being white. You know, because I guess he's. It's a lot of them with, that's. Yeah, it's a lot of white people that's been coming mi- out and saying like, he's that. He's mixed with other things, but I'm like, look, you are. I'm not gonna say lucky because I would never change the color of my skin. He has a little bit. You more have luck than you me. have a privilege to do that because you can wake up and sit there and say you're I feel German. Like being black today. You're German. Oh, I'm green today. I feel like being black. Oh, I'm Irish. I'm this. I, I'm this and that. But every day that we wake up, we're we black. We don't have that choice. So it's like you might want to kind of. I get what you're saying, but you might want to kind of dial it back. Because and unless you had from, that privilege. Unless it's coming from a place of help and because because even uh, if, and, I, and I'll be the first to sit here on here. I've been I've had I've had to argue with other black people. There are white allies. There are white people. There are. My grandfather always said there, there are. There are allies. good white people. There are. And I know, I know I pers- a lot. I know I a don't few. hang out with. I, know I don't a few. personally hang out with enough white people for me to know what what allies they are. There have been people that I have seen who have done their due diligence mm. from the time this shit has started. Since motherfucking Trayvon Martin till now, 
They have been on the front lines. They are white allies. And to kudos to y'all. And TikTok brought a lot of them forward too. Yes. You see. And all them little people. all them little white kids putting their racist parents out. Shout I'm out here to for you. it. But did you hear Carrie Hilson? I don't talk about her. We, um, you don't I have no problem skipping the fuck out of her. Okay. She's not my motherfucker. Carrie Hilson's and I sick and shut in list and fuck you, fuck your album. And if you want to sit here and say that Trump <laughs> Don't say it. If you want to sit here her. if you want to sit here and say that Freedom of speech is the reason why we need to be weary because Trump's Twitter was deleted. Fuck you, you dumbass. Trump incited a riot. Trump incited violence. Trump incited terroristic acts on American soil. That's why his accounts got deleted, you dumbass. Fuck you. Fuck your album. And that's why Beyonce got you to fuck up out <laughs> The beehive. Bitch. Um, Trump pardons, man, niggas. Fuck y'all. Lil Wayne. Kodak. Oh! When I put this on last night, I didn't think that it was it was necessarily real. I put I wanted to put a legend, but I didn't because okay, I, I heard that. okay, so I heard on a po- I feel nothing. I heard on a this. podcast though. I thought that it's real. So he did part in Lil Wayne. He parted Lil Wayne. I thought he, he parted Kodak Black. Anyway, okay. Um, I feel nothing for it. I mean, on. y'all lucky. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that Lil Wayne. Why are you spell her name? Come like on, that? you gotta tell the people I spelled. Oh, sorry. I'm pretty sure that Trump. Um, Little Wayne had to sell his masters for Trump to sit there and I think that's get what that it was. So I guess that's where that bag Whatever. came into. But nothing to do with me, not my business. I'm gonna keep um, this middle finger off for the rest of the show. Can't uh, Kamala Harris? Kodak, do what you said you was gonna do. <laughs> Shit, Kamala, her vote cover controversy, and I don't know why it was controversy. Kamala is always seen in, in a two piece. If she's not in a two-piece with some low-ass flats, not even heels, not even kitten heels, and some flats, she is in sweats, tights, and the motherfucking chucks. That is Kamala's wardrobe. Yeah. It's pantsuits, chucks, and workout wear. I feel like nothing Why did y'all think was that? Wrong. Her team... Did, Why did y'all think that was, Kamala was going to be... Her team was mad or they weren't? Her team wasn't mad, but there's there's um two styles that I follow that um on Instagram that were taking questions and opinions from people and a lot of people were mad that Kamala looked like that. That's how that's Kamala she dresses. dresses. Kamala's not Michelle. She's not. And that's what that's Kamala's what, not gonna that's, wear that's what people thigh think. high boots. That's what they think. Up to here. She's not going to. She's not gonna wear thigh high twenty three thousand dollar and I like Giuseppe that. Boots. And I love that. I love because that. Because she is, and she's all. I love. Who she I, is. I actually love the cover. I love the chucks. I love that it was. It was her, her authentic self. I would love it. I would because love, why do you want? If Kamala, I was on a cover, though, Kamala I would love Pandora's. to be. I would love like for me, my signature is. I would love to be in a pair of fucking Nikes. I have sneakers. I love sneakers. I would love to be in a it's pair. Of, I would love it. That's me. I love it. Kamala don't do thigh high boots. You're not gonna see her in holographic boots like Michelle. You didn't see Obama her in it today. She had on that. You didn't. Kamala, she good, and, and that bitch, was a nice coat. She had a pit. Let me show all the coats today. All the coats at the Look, 20, wait, 20, okay. inauguration. So let, let, and, I, and I had this in my head because I didn't put it down. <laughs> Kamala started off the coat trend. Nigga. And we're talking about our peacoat trend right now. Nigga. This is the fashion segment. I'm starting this right now. Even Kamala oh, wore a pure moss. I'm sorry. Camel colored motherfucking peacoat with a trench coat um sit there um in um ensemble it was an umbrella coat where it had a winged out flared out bottom hem mm-hmm. and it had ruching and it has hemming on the back it was beautiful her with her husband took pictures of that in front of the lincoln memorial that coat was gorgeous miss jill biden came out with purr I, I gave her the purr war purr 
she and had a little metallic indorescent diamond and razzle dazzle bling the over exaggerated oversized um, with the matching glove what is this called collar she had the teal color and the cobalt blue Ugh. buttons and it was to die for miss kamala harris came into the inauguration with a cobalt blue indigo purple if you want to go that deep into the color spectrum peak coat an a-line coat that exaggerated her broad beautiful shoulders and her sharp ass jawline miss michelle obama had an ox blood burgundy red whatever you want to do Peacoat on with high waist trousers, a gold embellished belt, and a burgundy turtleneck top. And when I say the girls got fashion, I was fucking living for every moment. The inauguration was beautiful, and we saw it. And Miss Jasmine will demonstrate here how you vogue in some shit like that. It was you forgot to talk about Miss Michelle Obama iconic flips, honey. She flipped. I was there. And she flipped. Michelle and Obama. And she flipped. Let me tell you something. For girls that we do not deserve. I think Sasha, we do not deserve Every Michelle party. Obama. We do not deserve Michelle when Obama. When is Pose coming back? Because that was my shit. We do not deserve Every. It's all good. We got excited. Every party that mm. I've been to from 05 to 2010 needed me to have feather flips like Michelle Obama. A side part with a deep bang, with a deep swoop. With feathered swoop. flips. There it is. Oh, swoop. y'all don't understand there the nostalgia is. that Michelle swoop. gave there me. There is. And make swoop. it better that we're going to give her a birthday shout out because her birthday was over the weekend. Capricorn season. Capricorn But it's over because, you know, Aquariuses are coming. Through. Let me tell you something. But let me tell you something right here, right now. I lived for the coats. I love a coat. Joe Biden's. So rumor has it. Mm. Joe Biden's granddaughters. Ooh. Cause you know it's always been around that Joe Biden loves ice cream and his favorite is Neapolitan. Yes, his grand. So it's a Neapolitan rumor. Neapolitan is very slept yeah, on. It is. It's a little overwhelming, but it's slept on. It. Yeah, his. It was a rumor has that his granddaughters, if you look at their colors, that they wore Neapolitan ice cream colors. Rumor has it they do all of it. I looked at the it's whole so many, reason oh for God. why Jill's coat was this teal see green and it was like for Bye. positivity and new beginnings and this that and the third and i know that in the she fashion industry bling, darling. all of the wait but wait 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 oh, wait indorescent wait like she had the teddy material indorescent pearls one the pea coat it was fucking to talk rich. about my girl my girl miss gaga gaga she makes me cry she made me cry my father said who's that i said that's gaga I said, listen, I know you need to be respectful and put lady on it, but that's Gaga. When I say I saw Alexander McQueen nostalgia all up in that, when I said that bitch gave us train, Gaga gave us train. And that million dollar bird on her shirt, honey. Baby girl, a gold ass emblem right here. The Hunger Games emblem. On that cropped military jacket. When I say Gaga sat there and gave us fucking vocals and gave us couture in the middle of January. I appreciate that. Shit like that is beautiful for me. Beautiful for me. I, the fashion just did it for me. Like I, mm. I actually also love Kamala Harris step uh, stepdaughter's coat that she had on. I will go back and look. It was that, very. It was. I just love Kamala. I know she didn't wear it to the inauguration, but Kamala taking that photo. She wear her husband in front of the um Lincoln that was Memorial cute. with the Pierre Moss coat. I love that shit. I love Pierre Moss. That is going to be my next designer piece that I buy. Do we have to talk about number four? No guilt. Let me look and see in the list. But let me tell you something. The inauguration was beautiful. It was nice. It was emotionally acceptable. J-Lo, shut up. 
Whatever. You know, she sounded like I got a lot of retweets and a lot of laughs. I said she sounded like Sandy from Greece when she was singing out the window. You're the woman I want. No, no J Lo is always no, singing her throat and her motherfucking no nose. Where to hide when you push my love aside? No, I want I'm gonna play. It. I'm gonna put a clip right here of it. That's I, how she sounds. She sounds like Sandy from Greece. I wish she wouldn't have done it. Greece, I, I will say what? Let's get low. Why did she do that? When y'all listen to this, <laughs> y'all have to see the way this podcast, the the vocals are upright. Why did she y'all do that? About her. Please, listen why to did she media. do that? They wanted, <clears throat> they wanted names instead of vocal range. They wanted Hispanic because Kamala is somewhat Hispanic. They tried it. They got to actually care for all I oh, care. Oh, South Pacific, so it makes sense. South Pacific. Anyway, um, can we skip over number four? I don't care. I meant... Yeah. Okay. Let's get into this bullshit. Number right five. Speaking of fashion, the girls are trying it this season. And they've been trying it for a while. And designers are not afraid to call them out. So, um, the creator of... The indie designer line, Hanifa calls. That was her. She said something. Yes, that was her. She's after you. When you sent that to, we're gonna get into it. Okay, listen to what I'm about to say. So the indie designer of Hanifa, she is a indie. She's from Baltimore. Luxury designer line. She's from from Baltimore, Baltimore, Maryland. She's a Morgan alum. Ow. I'm a model over here. Mm -hmm. She calls out Pretty Little Things for stealing her design from her Congo pink label collection that dropped that went viral because she did a 3D um, fashion show during quarantine and the girls weren't doing that. Mm -hmm. So she got a lot of nostalgia, a lot of notoriety because she was so innovative with her designs and what she was doing. All the girls had her. Tracy Ellis Ross, Beyonce, anybody that you could know. She was the black designer to have on your place. Mm-hmm. And I have been rocking with her for a minute. I love her shit. Pretty little things, as they do, these big conglomerate. But you know, he's not even white, though. Who? He's the creator of Pretty he's, Little um, Things. He's Middle Eastern. Yes, yes, yes. yes. He's, yeah. Pretty Little Things. So Pretty Little Things, the Fashion Novas, the Misguideds, they have this thing where they have Ms. a pattern. Miss Guy has been kind of good, though. Miss Ma- Miss Guy doesn't get into this controversy as much, but sometimes they will sit there. Because the Kim K new thing. new color thing, I think, happened yeah. with them. The, those those. But those, they still the so whatever. She, who cares about her anyway? Go ahead. But Pretty Little Things literally blatantly stole her they design did. and put it on there. And she said she usually doesn't address stuff like this, but this is blatant. I missed that. This is a blatant. You, you blatantly robbed my design and you put it on Pretty Little Things for two. $26 or $22 or whatever because Pretty Little Things always got 50% off but these fashion lines like Fashion Nova and Pretty Little Things they literally take designs from these luxury places and these indie designers and they steal it and they make it for their own consumption and their own profit and they mass produce it so they're going to make more money so as you don't or do you don't know we spoke about Miss Tiana Taylor taking her hiatus and her retirement from music but she did announce that she wasn't stopping there and she would be the, um, what is she going to be? Creative director for Pretty Little Things. She's the creative director. She announced this a while things. ago. So basically. A, in December. Uh, she announced in it in December. December. Yeah. Uh, a fan or whoever, uh, a person on Twitter um, retweeted the Hanifa design next to the Pretty Little Thing mm-hmm. copyright copycat um, design thing. And she goes, at Tiana Taylor, how are you the creative director of PLT? Pretty little things, and you stealing from other black people, and so um, 
What did it say? Um, Tiana Taylor. What did she say? She was like, first off, are you going to assume I have anything to do with this? My position barely started. I just announced my new title only a oh, month you ago. Have said that. I have not even officially started my creative design role as of yet. So check yourself, and most importantly, check your tone. I'm glad she said that, and I'm glad right. she checked that. And girl. I said, and then Jasmine had said to me, and before she sent me what Tiana Taylor has said, I said, these celebrities. First of all, she just announced it in December. If she's the full creative director, creative director of Pretty Little Things. Her position hasn't even started yet. Nope. And that's what she literally said. So we're not going to sit here and blame Tiana Taylor for something. This top has been on sale for about four or five months now. Yeah, We're not going to blame her yeah. for the creative direction in the summer. Especially when she just got hired in December. And she ain't going to start till February. Yeah. We're going to take Tiana Taylor out of this equation. But how do you feel about Pretty Little Things and Fashion Nova, the AliExpresses, and those... You know, retail places that sit there and they still these designs. I will say, imitation is flattery. Oh, it can be. And it sucks. It sucks. It sucks for the designer. It sucks for the designer. But also, now I, I always I'm gonna stop saying but. I need to say however. However, comma, comma, <laughs> pretty little things, fashion over, AliExpress, give the girls that can't, that love the design, that love the dress, that love I the just pants, can't afford it that yet. can't afford it. Y'all sell a, a shirt, a, a shirt for $80, AliExpress will give it to you for eleven fifty two. Free shipping. Free shipping. If you can wait. Fashion over will give it to you. We'll give it to you. They won't give you the exact thing, but it'll give you a rendition to it. And I say that it does suck because for me, I would be like, damn. But you know what? It's just like, it's just people really do love the things that you put out, but they just cannot afford it. So why mm -hmm. not go cheaper? Because specifically with that Hanifa collection, like I have specifically, I have two pieces from Hanifa. One was gifted to me and one I bought on my own on sale because I personally, even with the salary that I come in with, I can't personally go in and buy a Hanifa piece. I can't buy a Louis Vuitton piece. Mm. I can't buy a Dolce Gabbana piece unless it's last season. It's on sale. It's on a third party. Yeah, or if I, put it on, season, if I put it on all payment plan. And I and I necessarily don't want to do that. Mm. So when it comes down to it, I understand the AliExpresses. I understand the, mm. the pretty little things and the Fashion Nova to a certain extent. It's going to be of a way less quality. It's going to be of a way less caliber. So that's something that you have to literally take into accountability. But I understand why they do it on the aspect of fashion and giving the girls goods. Because if I can get this thing made in two days after the designer drops it, mm -hmm. why would I not and mass produce it and make millions? I get it on a business aspect, but I feel sorry. I have an empathy. Yeah, aspect I say that. Like it sucks. Hanifa don't deserve that shit. Her shirt she shouldn't don't. be sitting there selling for twelve dollars and she's selling it for a hundred something because it's authentic. Within, but then a lot of girls will sit there and they will buy that. They will. They will buy the genuine the one, authentic the one, piece. And then there are the ones that really, really support you, but yeah. they can't. They can't. It's the price, and then they go I to the back and over. I have budgeted properly for the month. And I can afford to buy a designer piece, then I will do that. And I won't go to the pretty little things this and the third. I have bought certain things from AliExpress. I will tell y'all right now, and I'm gonna be real care. transparent. There is a Laquan Smith 
beautiful African-American designer. Amazing. Kardashians have been in his things. Cardi. All the way from Cardi to Young Miami to the City Girl. Everybody has worn a Laquan Smith piece. I can't afford $700 in a jumpsuit. I bought a jumpsuit that literally was replicated from him for $20 on AliExpress. It's a Chinese website. And it looks exactly the same. And it looked great in that jumpsuit. Mm-hmm. And I might wear it this Saturday when I go out for my birthday. Oh, you got it? I got it. I got it a month ago. And it looks good. I gained a little bait. But hope I ain't that bloated. But I'll be all right. So, it's all wait, good. Wait, who you wearing it to? I'm going out. Saturday? I'm going out Saturday. What you mean? Oh, please. <laughs> I'm going out. But a $700 jumpsuit? I don't know. I told him, don't tell me. Why? You don't like surprises. Exactly why. I told him, don't tell me. I don't like he surprises. He said you can wear this jumpsuit appropriate. Yeah, he said it's like sexy. You really got a lot of Where are y'all going at sex? <laughs> I hate you. Bitch, that's not what it's about. But I have sat there, but I've, I've never bought anything that replicated Hanifa personally because I love where she came from. I love that she's a, a Morgan alumni. I have, I've seen several different sites. Not She only called out pretty little things, but her, her designs are on several different websites. I haven't bought anything from her because my husband wake keep going up and down. I don't know what the fuck I want to do. So mm-hmm. I haven't bought anything. And I want to, I but love she's her. She's very pieces. true to size. She don't play around. Yeah, but girls. it's just it's the way I want my body to look in certain pieces. I will tell and y'all, I just, if y'all want to buy black, buy Hanifa. Buy Teflar, buy Brian Blackwood, buy Pierre Moss if you can. He's a little bit more expensive because he's definitely luxury, but that shit is fucking beautiful. I might do a whole episode on just just designer guides and it's just like just fashion. Because I don't want to talk about them. The that's next my number two. But when it comes down to it, listen, don't put Tiana Taylor into this. She's creative director. She ain't start her position yet. I. The company does not reflect anything that I know until I am sitting there getting a paycheck. She ain't get a paycheck yet, so fuck y'all. Leave her out of this bullshit. But these indie designs... We can't talk about this one because we ain't got enough time. I don't care about him. I'm going whip his ass. It just is what it is. Bow you know? wow. I'm not doing... We could take it now. Okay. I don't want to talk about them either because they're toxic to our community. Let's get into the topics then. All right. I did the topics. topics so I had... Put this down because I seen it somewhere. I think I was actually watching Married to Medicine. I was watching my Bravo show. And then, you know, actually like, you know, just, you know, everyday life things. So I had put on here um, communicating versus talking too much. Over communicating. We see here, you know, we always say like, you know, we talk to people, you know, relationship wise and uh, I'm talking this thing. I'm talking about like couple wise, partner wise, however you get down. Okay. So, like, we always say like you know people we felt, fuck niggas, fuck girls that we dealt with. They don't communicate. <coughs> Are you alright? <coughs> um. So, do you believe that there is some something as communicating versus talking too much? Because yes. I feel like. Okay, so mm-hmm. you you explain. So when if I'm gonna if we're talking about like you said we're talking about on a significant other yeah type of um pretense when it comes down to it communicating within a relationship is number one mm-hmm. it's number one to me you have to say how you feel you have to at least attempt to interpret yes how you're partner feels yes so when it comes down to it communication might be the basis and the foundation of how your relationship moves Mm. 
when we come down to oversharing. I think oversharing could be on an aspect of friendships, mm. acquaintances, people that you hang around. There are certain people in your life for certain things. There are certain people that don't need to know everything. They don't need to know the personal aspect. Do you want your partner to be your best friend? I personally want my partner. He doesn't have to be my person because I do believe in friend soulmates. I do believe yeah, in me too. a different type of mm -hmm. aspect of friendship when it comes to friends. But I do need you to be top five. Yeah. I need my partner to and be. I do feel like there is. Like, a, if too, I'm going through it's, some it's shit. Over, it's oversharing. Certain things. Yeah. Certain things I just want you to keep between you and the gang. You and your friends. Yeah. And just certain things that that we just don't need to say. Oh, it's <laughs> <laughs> so just like, certain things that yeah. doesn't need to be. It's just certain things. I just want to talk because I just feel like it. Yeah, it's a thing of yes. I sit here and say I want I want somebody that communicates, but then it could be somebody that over communicates that just talks too much. So I, when know, does it become a a versus of over communication and gossiping? When it's repetitive, because mm -hmm. communicating, I feel like is a balance of understanding. Want, I personally. When it becomes repetitive, that means it's just you're just talking too much. You're not actually receiving and mm -hmm, understanding mm -hmm, what we're communicating mm -hmm. about. You're just is going in one ear or the other, and you just want a you want something because it keeps coming. You want to talk to talk. You want to talk to talk, and you're not really listening to to move on, to grow, to do better. You're just talking to talk, and true. I just wanted I just like I wanted to because I do feel like it. I do feel like at some point it's just like communication for me. I want to get down to nitty gritty. I want you to be like, all right, bam forefront this is what it is i don't want you to sit here and have to tell me how you got here i, think I don't that, i don't i don't want an a b c d e f g i want it low jasmine i don't like when you do this yeah. when we when we went you know out that here does, but with, with certain people you have to build that because me personally girl. i am the type of person where i have a i can say that I, I i can be transparent enough to say that i have a confident i have a um lack of confidence when it comes to venting or it comes to sharing and expressing problems within myself because I don't want the aspect of feeling like I'm being a burden. Right. Granted, no one has ever made me feel like I'm a burden for sharing my thoughts and my 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 woes and my transitions mm -hmm. and my trials and tribulations. However, that is a paranoia on my own end. Yes. It's something that I'm working on. Yeah. Personally. But when it comes down to what your significant other, if we're talking specifically on significant others, I do believe that your person should listen. Yeah. Granted, you should know who your person is. Not everybody is going to be the type to throw out advice. Yeah. Some people are great listeners, but they're not great when it comes to receiving yeah. feedback. Yeah. Sometimes you don't even need feedback. Sometimes you need somebody that's going to give you advice and not just listen. Right. So that's how you know and you decipher, well, I'm going to go to this person for this and I'm going to go to that person for that. There is nothing wrong with breaking up your issues and your problems so that other people can service you in the way that is conducive and is productive to what you actually mm -hmm. need. And that's something that you can't look for a therapist in some people. They're not there. They're not. I really feel like I don't care you what can't. nobody says. Your mom, your dad, your cousin, your auntie, your best friend. They They're are not. not your therapist. They're not licensed. They're not. They're not licensed. <laughs> They're not. They're not. And They're it's not. just certain. And, it not, and it's not, fine but that not some just people, that. like, I give great advice. Yeah. I am the friend that gives good advice. But it's to so a I am not licensed. It's to a certain extent and it's a certain extent yeah. where I feel like it's... I will tell you when this is out of my To depth. me, it's etiquette and it's manners where you know yeah. that you don't put that much on your friend, on your partner. Because you, um, don't. you can just, emotionally drain somebody with your stuff. 
And then you, you can't and do then that when that happens and then they show that, then you hit that, well, you're not there for me. No, it's not that. It's just you have overwhelmed me yeah. with things that I can no longer yeah. help you with. So going into that, number two, what is sharing too much with your partner? Okay. Hmm. So let me put a disclaimer. I have always gotten, me personally as an individual, I have always gotten the stigma of being sneaky or of being secretive as opposed to people just like, not saying, I don't share everything. I've always had a depth of valuing privacy to a certain extent. With my partner, I'm but then I've said it on this I've said it on this show specifically. I am a closed open book. Yeah. You ask me a question, I'm honest. I don't lie. I'm not I'm not gonna lie but about you things don't that I've been like me. I will come out here like Sasha, like yeah. You gotta ask it. You gotta be specific and I gotta know what you what you wanna know, how you wanna know, and what is this gonna benefit for you before I sit there and I share my experience and my stories. However, when you do get me to that point when I do share to you, you're going to get all of it. I'm not going to hold back. But I'm not forthgiving when it comes to certain types of information. So when it comes down to the aspect of what is oversharing or too much with my partner, I, I think the only thing I could think of is like past that, sexual relationships. And I also feel like with sharing is too much is like if I come like if I come to you about something with my relationship, I come to you and Shamoy about something. Me, mm-hmm. me talk about it. I feel like sharing too much is going back to my partner and telling him. Vice versa. Yeah, I don't him, tell people what him, people him, said. <coughs> yes, him talking to his. I feel like that's too much. I just feel like it's certain things like, okay, well, I don't need to know that because it's like, I feel like yeah. now, like for me, certain things are just like, I just feel like everybody don't need to be in our business. No. It's just certain. Is it? Is it certain no, things? No, Everybody don't need to be in our business. I feel like if you come to me and I'm hearing that so-and-so had an opinion i'm gonna have a problem because that's not their business why do you have an opinion on things like that things like that should be kept to yourself like certain things that i talk to you guys about i don't go back sam and i don't say that but that's why you gotta decipher your people it's just certain things i don't want to yeah yeah there are set stone people yeah and i'm the type of person i keep shit to myself i do but set stone people that will sit there and i will have those conversations about our relationship with and I'm not going to tell my partner what they said about them. I'm not going to tell my partner what they told me necessarily what to do unless it's on the aspect of yeah. me actually doing and taking their advice. So when it comes down to it, the only, like that's one of the things. And oversharing when it comes to a significant other, I don't really believe that we have to every talk about every single person that we fucked in our past. That. Or everybody that we dealt with in our past. I do believe that we need to talk about triggers in past relationships you just said it it ties into number three let me tell you and then cohesive you gotta talk into the basis of triggers in other relationships what we overcame what we came from and we talk about that because we want to know where somebody came from to know where they're going to know how they grew from that to know if they're stealing those same patterns and if we can deal with it or not because people show us who they are at their core and we want to make sure that we can handle that but to talk about if I fuck a thousand niggas or not, or if he fucked three thousand bitches or not, that's not. I don't think that's. I don't think that's necessary. So because it was all before me. Excuse me. Tying into it, is it disrespectful to have your partner around someone you had past relationship or sex with? I can't help that. 
Yeah. And you can't help that in, yeah. in New Jersey. And you can't help that in New Jersey. And you specifically put the put the fickly in Essex County. In Essex County. Because Essex County will bleed into Union, it will bleed into Middlesex, it will bleed into Bergen, it will bleed into motherfucking Hell, Pacific. and New York. <laughs> and, nigga, you know how much motherfuckers in New York that I might have talked to that somebody knew and I, nigga, that nigga is in the boroughs. And let's keep it real, like shit is just small. Tri-state area is wide in range and small in people. And you know why I feel like <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of people get their feelings hurt? If I specifically invite somebody that I used yeah. to fuck with to an event that my significant other is going to be at, then I'm just being messy. That's my problem. To a certain extent. You know what? Let me not say that. Because if somebody that I used to fuck with wants to support something that we did with the podcast, I'm not going to tell them not to come. I personally... <laughs> because I've spread out my sexual partners in a way that I haven't been in the same room with... Have I been in the same room with two niggas that I fucked? I have. For my birthday. It happens. It happens. Oh, who cares? He's going to see this. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm trying to think, like... But the thing is, though, it's not that my nigga doesn't know niggas that I fucked with within the same 5 mile, 10 mile, 7 mile radius. We're very close. Everybody is very close to each other, especially in, when I say, Essex County. So when it comes down to it, if somebody wants to support me and what I do, or they're going to a mutual event of friends, or they're going somewhere, when outside opens back up, it's about to be chaos. If outside ever opens back up, it's about to be chaos because everybody is going to literally be everywhere. They're going to go to every event. They're going to try to touch every cornerstone. They're going to try to be around everybody mm -hmm. just to get the nostalgia of what we left in 2019 back. So when it comes down to it, I, I personally don't give a fuck. I know that my nigga has probably been in situations where he has fucked somebody and I've been there or vice versa. He's been around with two girls that he's probably met with in the past. This, that, and third. But I don't think, as long as it's not on a malicious intent, I don't care. I yep. give a fuck. Just don't have me looking fucking stupid. Hmm. Per. Which niggas seem to do. Um, get into your miscellaneous questions of the week. Miscellaneous question. Miscellaneous comes from one picture. And it's so cute that I have four questions right here. So we're going to just pick one. We're just literally going to pick one. Number one. Do you consider flirting while in a relationship cheating? Why or why not? Number two. Who hurt you? What have you done to heal? Number three, could you be happy in a relationship if the sex was horrible? Explain your answer. Mm. And number four, if I was to interview your exes, what would they say about you? And all of these questions come from a specific um, date night game, but we're not going to shout them out because they're not sponsoring us. Let's just do. Know, there's some games out here that are really fun for your game nights, you guys. You guys got to oh, look up black, black card games, and you're going to get a whole list of just different card games of stuff that just speaks to our culture, our people. Sir. Rocky, you got in the frame. <laughs> <laughs> Sir. So which question you want to do? I'm good with anyone. Um, ah, go get some water. You know you only got a four cough or a four yeah. sneeze quota. COVID. Like, you got to go. Mm. Uh, <laughs> uh, ass. Let's do... Hmm. I do like number one and I do like number Let's three. do number one. You want to do number one? Yeah. I don't think so. Flirt. Cheating is not flirting. 
Cheating is not flirting? You think it? I mean, flirting is not cheating. <laughs> okay, we'll do number one. Because so, I know for myself, I am a friendly person. In my talkative ways or what I things that I say might cut off as flirting. Like for me, I want everybody to know the word boo is universal for me. It's universal for Boo don't people. make you my nigga. It don't make me I like it, you. It don't show my be interest. Boo for everybody. I'm just saying, but no. No, it should no. Be. It's that's so. I'm just saying, like I'm just, I'm just always like, I'm just a happy per, like you know, that's how I am. So my happy ways might just show me interest in how somebody's doing or they out there, how they look, like that can be caused as like say that I'm flirting, but <coughs> excuse me, I don't think flirting is cheating. As long as you don't say no, she like, well, I'm gonna fuck you tonight. That's not flirting. Yeah. <laughs> That's a that's a motherfucking that that right there is a proposition. <laughs> so yeah, that's a proposition. <laughs> um, I don't believe that um flirting is cheating to a certain extent. It depends on where the flirting goes after that. Me personally, <coughs> I'm friendly, especially I am friendly with the opposite sex. Yeah, I am necessarily reserved to a certain extent, <coughs> but if I feel comfortable, I will sit there and I will interact with you. I'm charismatic. I know this about myself. I'm funny. Niggas might take my humor as being flirting. Her However, I don't want you. So, relax. But I don't think cheating is flirting. I don't think being friendly or being mannerly or being sweet or being nice to people is necessarily a problem. There, What I think is a problem with that question is motherfuckers really be out here wanting their significant other to be mean to other people. Yeah. I don't want that nigga to sign no other bitch face. I don't want my bitch to sit there and kiki with no other nigga. Why would you want your significant other to be a mean person? That's what you need to ask yourself. Something so right no, within, flirting, within. flirting is not an, an, an aspect where it needs to be cheating. Cheating is when you fuck somebody. Cheating is when you are emotionally or financially supporting somebody. If I sit there and say a nigga shirt look good. And that's not my nigga. That's not cheating. You hear me, Rocky. You fucking hear me, bro. <laughs> so at the end of the day, I think we both on the same page with that. And I like that. <coughs> As always. This has been episode 64. Why did I put on that voice? <sighs> Shout out the handles. Come on. Let's go. Um, You can follow me on Instagram at Jazzy, of course. You can follow the podcast on Instagram at I Said What I Said Podcast. <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram at Coco the Dondada. More makeup content is coming through to you guys as Period. well as this beautiful podcast. And you know, my fashion stuff is going to pop up here and there. We'll see what 2021 has for us. You can follow the M podcast Twitter on I Said What I Said Pod, but you abbreviate everything. Well, that's it. And, and that's all, baby. We'll be back. Next, Next week, week, yes, with Next episode sixty-five, week. and Sasha will be twenty-nine years old. Oh my God, my birthday is on Sunday, she's y'all. Still not gang, gang, baby, you already know. One more year, it is what it is, and with age comes perception, and with age comes accountability. Remember that shit. I said it here first. Um, and when you know yourself, you love yourself. Oh. Peace and hair. When you love yourself, you in love lace fronts. I'm not going to take off this hat because this lace from fucked up. But let's do a thumbnail. <laughs> oh, ready? Right. 
All right, y'all. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye, 